Welcome to The Cap, where we are here to speak with college reps and other professionals in the field of college admissions to help answer all your questions and guide you through every step of the process. So if you're serious about college admissions, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? Let's talk about it. And now, here's your host, Dr. John Durante. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and I am here to introduce you to college admissions representatives and other professionals in the field of college admissions. Our purpose is to serve you, the students and parents, so that you may gain insight straight from the people who ultimately make the decisions. Regardless of whether you will apply to a particular school being highlighted, you should listen to all of the episodes as each guest will give you tremendous insight and advice on every aspect of the college admissions process, prompting you to come up with your own follow-up questions for when you visit campus or meet with a college admissions representative yourself. Lastly, if you have any questions you'd like me to cover on future episodes or any comments you'd like to share, please email me at collegeadmissionstalk at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit our website at www.collegeadmissionstalk.com. So are you ready? Let's talk about it. Welcome to The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. I am your host, John Durante, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you today Kara Frankie, who's the Director of Undergraduate Recruitment at the University of Kentucky. Kara, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? I am great. Thanks for having me. It is our pleasure, and we can't wait to hear about the University of Kentucky, so let's get right to it. Kara, tell us about yourself, and what does a typical year look like for a college admissions representative? The, the year in a college admissions counselor's uh, <laughs> life is a little bit chaotic. So you have different responsibilities at different parts of the year. So our year typically starts in the fall. That is our busiest season and usually our favorite season. So in the fall, we do a lot of travel off campus. We visit high schools to do presentations. We attend college fairs. Uh, we put on events. And we also host a lot of things back on our campus as well. So we're doing a lot of connection with students and their families and helping people submit their applications and get all of those steps completed. In the winter time, we are typically on campus for the most part. We are processing students' applications for admissions and for scholarships. We are still helping students uh, schedule visits, especially for the springtime and we're getting caught up on everything from the very busy fall season. In the spring, we are back out on the road. We're going to college <laughs> fairs, visiting high schools. We host admitted student events so that students who are admitted to UK can meet each other. And we help students with the process of getting everything set up if they've decided to attend the University of Kentucky. And then in the summer, we do a lot of training. We do a lot of visits on campus. And sometimes we take vacations. <laughs> well, that's terrific. And thank you so much for the intro. So I know that you have a rich history in terms of your basketball. And I know that some of your strong programs include business, engineering, pre-med, nursing, and on and on. But Kara, tell me, what is it about the University of Kentucky that makes it so appealing for so many students to want to apply and ultimately attend? Yeah, so there are 
some things that make us really special on paper. So some of those things are people really love a large school. They love the sports culture. They love being in the state of Kentucky because the weather's fantastic here. You still get all four seasons, but you don't have the harsh winters of the north. You don't have the super hot summers of the south. So you're kind of that perfect balance right in between. And you have so many choices for what you can study and what you can get involved in. Uh, there also are some not on paper things that people really love about us. And I think that's the community and the pride that we have here on campus. People who attend UK, people who graduated from UK, really love UK. <laughs> and I think having that close-knit community and having that just extreme love for the school is really special. That's terrific, and I appreciate that insight. Kara, can you share some information about Lexington and what it's like to live there as a college student? Absolutely. Lexington is a small city. It has about 330,000 people. So a lot of people know that Kentucky is a pretty rural state and they think that they'll be going to a very small college town. But Lexington is a great city. Just as a reference point, we have three targets and a Trader Joe's. So there uh, is a, a small city around us. There's lots of places to go, a lot of restaurants, a lot of nightlife, uh, movie theaters, shopping. And we are the horse capital of the world too. So that's something really unique about our location is it's a totally different cultural experience to go to school in the horse capital of the world. Well, that's definitely unique. And again, I appreciate that insight. What are the big traditions on campus? I hear something about food. Are there any foods that the University of Kentucky is known for, Kara? Yeah, well, sports is our biggest tradition. Um, so that's very important to us. But we are a really great food city in Lexington, and there are some special Kentucky foods that all students have to try before they finish. So uh, dinner-wise, the Kentucky Hot Brown is very special. It's an open-faced sandwich with ham, bacon, bread, cheese, cheese sauce, and tomato. So it's mm. definitely extremely <laughs> filling. And at our basketball games, you can get a soft serve cone that's either chocolate, vanilla, or swirl. And you may think that you've had soft serve before, but you haven't had soft serve like this. It's incredibly special. So <laughs> those are my big must-tries. Well, that's awesome. And we appreciate the insight. Kara, how many applications do you review a year and do you represent a specific region? Yeah, so I do a little bit of application reading, uh, but we also have a staff of people who only do the application reading and processing. So for the most part, the admissions counselors that I work with are the front face for students. And then we have another team of people who do all of the processing for admissions decisions on the back end. I do have a specific set of students that I work with based on geography. Uh, so I work with all students from Pennsylvania. I've worked with all students from anywhere in the Northeast, uh, but I'm happy to work with any student that's interested in UK and has some questions. Uh, but we do have a team of about 20 admissions counselors. So no matter where a student is from, they'll have a counselor that's assigned to them and really excited to get to know them. That sounds terrific. And speaking of the students, can you share with us what is the average profile of the freshman class? That's a great question. So our average GPA is about a 3.6. Um, 
and we are a test optional institution. So people always want to know what's the average test score. Uh, so our average test score is usually around a 25 on the ACT and around a 1200 on the SAT, but we don't require test scores. Um, so that's completely up to the student if they want to submit those. Um, we typically have students who are pretty involved outside of the classroom and have at least one activity that they put on their admissions application. Um, grades are very important to us. High school classes are very important to us. And we really love hearing about involvement. Kara, and if a student falls below the current freshman class average, what can they do to try to enhance their application? Yeah, that is a great question. So if a student is below the average for a GPA, then they can try to compensate for that through other areas of their application. So one opportunity to do that is their written essay. They can provide some more background information on their grade point average, their motivation for the future, any obstacles that they've overcome. They also can put information about involvement outside of the classroom and leadership experiences. They can choose to take ACT or SAT, even if they initially were test optional. That's always a chance to have one more piece of information about your academic background. Uh, and then a student can also choose to submit letters of recommendation to add some more context to their application and to have some additional people singing their praises. I want to welcome back Sean Patel, who is the founder and CEO of Prep Expert. He's a Shark Tank entrepreneur making a deal with Mark Cuban back in 2016. And he's also a board certified dermatologist who received a perfect score on his SAT. Sean, welcome back. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, John. So I just wanted to share with all your listeners real quick that we have an amazing partnership with the College Admissions Process Podcast, and we have a really special offer for all of your listeners. So for any listener who wants to enroll their student into one of our prep expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one-on-one -on -one tutoring programs, you can get 30% off just for being a listener of the College Admissions Process Podcast. All you need to do is put in the promo code College Talk, one word, just College Talk, and that'll give you 30% off all Prep Expert SAT courses, ACT courses, or one on one tutoring packages. Make sure you use the link in the show notes of the College Admissions Process Podcast. Thank you, Sean. We really appreciate it. To our listeners, as an affiliate partner with Prep Expert, I want to be transparent with you that for every purchase made using our coupon code, which is College Talk, the College Admissions Process Podcast will receive a small commission from Prep Expert. But rest assured that we only promote programs that we believe in and feel would benefit our listeners. So whether you're preparing for the SAT, ACT, or need a one-on-one -on -one tutor, Prep Expert has the tools and expertise to help you. For more information, please see the Prep Expert affiliate partnership link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. And do you measure demonstrated interests? If so, Carol, what are the types of things you are looking for? We do not consider demonstrated interest in the admissions process. So a student who has shown interest in UK is not more likely to be admitted, but we 
do appreciate demonstrated interest because we think it really helps the student to have interacted with us, to have visited campus, to have taken those steps to let us know that they're interested in Kentucky. Great. And what opportunities exist for different types of visits to the University of Kentucky? We offer the general campus tour uh, every weekday, pretty much all year round, twice a day. So for that, you get a 30 minute information session and you have a 90 minute walking tour of campus where you get to see a dining facility, the library, one of our state of the art residence halls, the student center and a classroom. So you get to see kind of the whole basic picture of your day in the life of a college student. We also offer uh, meetings with our academic programs. So if you know what you want to study or, you know, a student has a couple different things that they're thinking about, they can schedule meetings with those departments to get a closer look at our majors. We also offer meetings with other campus departments like our Lewis Honors College. Uh, so a student can really customize their schedule to whatever they'd like to do. And then we also offer open house experiences that combine all of our different visit types. So you don't have to do the work of scheduling everything and adding it together. The open house has built all of that in for you. Terrific. And thank you so much for that insight. Carol, what kinds of application options do students have at the University of Kentucky? And is there a benefit to applying to one over the other? Students can apply early action or regular decision. We do not offer any binding application type, so a student always has all of their options all year. Early action will allow a student to be considered for admission, academic scholarships, competitive scholarships, diversity scholarships, and our Lewis Honors College. Uh, the regular decision deadline will still allow the student to be considered for admission and diversity scholarships but they will have missed out on the opportunity to apply for academic awards, competitive awards, and our Lewis Honors College. So we do recommend that all students apply early action, which is December 1st for Kentucky. Terrific, and thank you so much for that information, Kara. What are some examples of college essays that really stuck with you and you thought, wow, this student really needs to attend the University of Kentucky? I love that question. Uh, we have... Uh, received a lot of different types of essays, <laughs> and one thing that's really helpful if there's kind of a unique prompt to the essay is to think about what is everybody going to think of first and then not writing about that. So as an example, <laughs> a couple of years ago, we had a scholarship essay prompt that was asking what kind of technology you would uninvent and why. So a lot of people wrote about how they would uninvent smartphone technology because smartphones were messing up communication between people in person. And that came across as a little disingenuous because no one would give up their smartphone. Um, <laughs> and everybody wrote about it. So there was an essay that came through that year from a student who wrote how he would uninvent bunk beds because he had shared <laughs> a bunk bed with his little brother his whole life. It was really charming. It told us a little bit about his family and their connection. And it was something different. So you always want to write a really well-written essay, um, but share something unique about yourself and be a little bit different. Well, that's great. Thank you so much. And of course, another part of the application is the teacher letters of recommendation. So in terms of the teacher letters of recommendation, what are you looking for to help get you a better picture of the candidate? 
we do not require letters of recommendation for students to apply to the University of Kentucky, but we do accept letters if students think that they are beneficial. So they're always welcome to submit those. And one thing that's really helpful is if your letters of recommendation can help to add some context to other parts of your application. So that could be maybe you got really bad grades during a year in high school because you were in and out of the classroom because of COVID restrictions. And your counselor can help provide an explanation for why your grades were lower that year and the things that you struggled with. So letters of recommendation are a great chance to help us have a little bit more information about the rest of your materials. Well, that's great advice and great insight. Thank you so much. And Carol, what kind of scholarship opportunities do you offer for academic achievement? And does a student have to apply separately for any of your offerings? When a student applies to the University of Kentucky, they will have the option to be considered for our academic scholarships uh, without having to do any additional steps. And they will also see the option to apply for competitive scholarships and diversity scholarships as long as they're applying before those deadlines. So there are no extra steps needed for those. Our minimum requirement for academic scholarships and the other types of scholarships we have is a 3.0 unweighted high school GPA on a 4.0 scale. So that would be all Bs um, or uh, somewhere around there would be the 3.0. Um, and then we also have departmental scholarships. So those are scholarships typically based on your major or based on some other attribute that a student has. And those are an extra step, but we have a portal for admitted students to log into so they know all of the additional scholarships they can apply for for Kentucky. Well, thank you so much. And Kara, what about a student that may have had an IEP or a 504 while in high school? If they're accepted to the University of Kentucky, once they're on campus, what do you have to offer them to make sure that they continue to be successful? We have a resource center on campus that is called the Disability Resource Center. And they work with any student who needs a physical or health or learning accommodation on campus. So if a student has an IEP in high school, they can submit that paperwork for our Disability Resource Center and they can meet with an advisor who can talk to them about the resources we can offer at Kentucky. So for some students, that is a private area where they can take a test. Sometimes that's extended time on their tests. Uh, sometimes it's a student who has diabetes that needs to keep their phone out during a test uh, because of their insulin tracker. So they offer lots of different services for students based on their unique needs. Uh, so there are lots of resources on campus for students who um, need any type of accommodation. Well, we appreciate that, Kara. And what I'll do is I'll include the University of Kentucky's website in terms of the admissions office in the show notes. Mm -hmm. If there's anything else that you want to share with us, please email it to me and I'll include it in the show notes for the parents and students to see. So Kara, in conclusion, what are the top three pieces of advice you would offer prospective students and their parents who are starting the college admissions process now? Yeah, so my first recommendation would be to do your research. I know sometimes research doesn't sound like the most fun piece of it, but there are so many options for college, so many different types of institutions, so many different academic majors, 
so many different campus environments. So it's really important to think through, you know, what a student is looking for, what the family's needs are, and figure out what schools fit into that because it's going to be a big list. Uh, my second recommendation would be to make sure that you're doing visits. I think the visit experience is the most fun part about the college admissions process. It's so amazing to see all of the different campus environments, uh, meet so many people, kind of picture what your life would be like in so many different environments and kind of dream about your future. So definitely do your visits. And my third piece of advice would be to really enjoy the process. It can be a lot of paperwork, a lot of thinking, a lot of stress about making important decisions, but it should be really fun too. It's exciting to think about where your life could be and you know what your education can provide for your future. So uh, enjoy the process as well. Well, Kara, those are great pieces of advice. Thank you so much for being with us today. Your insight and advice is truly appreciated. And I know it's gonna help so many students and their parents. We really appreciate you being with us today. You're welcome. I always have to end everything I do by saying, go cats. <laughs> <laughs> go cats. Absolutely. Thank you again, Kara. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on this episode of The Cap, the College Admissions Process Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please don't forget to tell a friend. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I am your host, John Durante, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Cap.